Trumos, Perik Base, Mishnah Vav, 2.6. We had said that the Pasuk requires that when one takes his Truma, it's Barimchem Es Chelbo, one has to take the best quality um, as the Truma. That's the Mitzvah Medoraisa, and that's certainly the Chachil of the requirement. We've also said that you can't take on one species on behalf of a different species, one min on behalf of another min. So we see that there's a requirement to take from the better portion, but we're talking better in terms of quality, not better in terms of a better category of food. And so bringing those together, the Mishnah now is going to clarify some points here. It'll start by saying, the Tormen Zeisei Shemen Al Zeisei Kevesh. If you have two different containers, one containing olives that are oily olives that can be used for pressing, and one to make olive oil, and the other contains olives that are um, ideal for pickling, um, and you would never press them because they're not that oily. Those are called zeisei kevesh. Um, kevesh is like the kvisha's pickling. So these are like pickling olives. So we say that the better of the two, the higher quality food, even though they're both olives, is the zeisei shemen, the ones that would be pressed for olive oil. Now don't get confused here. We're not talking about a case where one would have otherwise pressed these olives to make oil. That would be the case. We have a separate problem of not tithing from that which hasn't finished being processed, of reaching Gmar Malacha. But these are olives that are the type of olives which could be pressed for oil, but in fact, you will not be pressing them for oil. So in that case, we say, um, the proper thing to do is to take from the Zeisei Shemen, the olive oil ones, as opposed to the Zeisei Kevesh, the ones that are normally designated for pickling, because they're the olive, the oily olives are of higher quality. As opposed to the other way around, below Zeisei Kevesh, al Zeisei Shemen. One should not take... Um, from the Zese Kevesh, the pickling olives, on behalf of the oil-producing olives, because they're of less, lesser quality, and that wouldn't be uh, the chelbo, the better. Same goes if you have two containers, A and B, and A has muvushal um, wine, wine that's been boiled already, and B has muvushal, wine that has not yet been boiled. So we say you could take from B on behalf of A, because the better quality stuff is the, stu- the wine that has not yet been boiled. It's considered a higher quality, and therefore that's the choice, and from there you should take your truma. And just to clarify, we're not necessarily talking about wine that was boiled because of the halacha considerations of Yain Mavushal has a different status with respect to non-Jews touching the wine, etc. Um, no. Uh, it, in the time of Chazal, they frequently boiled their wine um, just to uh, reduce it and make it sweeter, etc. Um, and... Uh, that being the case, however, it's not considered to be a superior quality. So if you have two kinds of wine, you want to take from the unboiled wine because it's considered to be a higher quality. Um, as opposed to Volo Minamuvushal, Al Shinamuvushal, you should not take from the boiled wine um, truma on behalf of the unboiled wine. Zeaklal. Now this is the principle, but I've said many times before, and I'll have to say many times again, when the Mishnah says Zaklal, this is the principle or the guiding principle, it doesn't mean that there's no exceptions. And I'll explain as, as follows here. If there are two species that are considered to be kilaim, forbidden to be planted together, that will clearly indicate that they're different minim, different types. And if that's the case, one is not allowed to take truma on one from one on behalf of the other because they're considered two different species. And that's clearly reflected by the fact that they're considered kilaim. Even if what you're taking is from the better quality stuff, that is say, for example, wheat and barley. So wheat and barley are kilaim, which clearly indicates that wheat and barley, although they're cereals um, and can be used similarly, but they're different species, different minim. 
and as such, one cannot take truma from wheat on behalf of barley or vice versa. So you might have thought wrongly, and this is what the Mishnah comes to address, that you had, let's say, container A had barley, container B had wheat, and you say, listen, the wheat is, if I were a Kohen, I'd rather have wheat than barley, and wheat and barley are both grains, so I'm doing the Kohen a favor. I'll take two uh, portions of truma from the wheat, and the Kohen's going to benefit because he gets no barley and extra wheat, which is what he probably wants because wheat's better than barley. No, 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 says the Mishnah. It doesn't work. You can't do that because wheat and barley are different species, and therefore you have to take one truma portion from each of the two containers, one on behalf of the wheat and one on behalf of the barley. Now, the other side of the coin. Um, if two species are not kilayim one with the other, that means that they're similar um, to the point that you can plant them together. So, for example, um, the Mishnah back in Kilaim had said that oats and barley are considered to be a single type in as much as they're not kilaim to plant them together. So if you have oats in container A and barley in container B, one could take from B on behalf of both A and B, take from the oats or the barley on behalf of the other. Um, again, it would be preferable to take the higher quality produce if there is an obvious higher quality. In the case of barley and oats, I'm not sure which that would be. Um, but it's certainly permissible. Since they're, again, the Mishnah says, since they're not kilayim, that indicates they're the same same min. Now on that point, just understand, of course, it's not really a, a firm rule, it's just a guiding principle, and it's to guide you where things are quite similar. But there are plenty types of um, produce that are not a kilayim violation to plant together, yet are, must have truma taken from each one separately. For example, all trees don't have a kilayim problem, with the exception of great vines in a vineyard, and which certainly does have kilim issues. But to plant, for example, an olive tree in a vineyard is not kilim. The only time you have kilim when it comes to trees um, is not in a vineyard. There it's only a restriction on grains and greens. Uh, as I've said many times, that's like, you know, but not trees. The only Torah prohibition about kilim when it comes to trees outside of the world of grapevines is grafting the trees together. That, you know, you're not allowed to take the trunk of one and, and the rootstock of the other, put them together physically. Um, but short of that, you're allowed to plant trees side by side, etc., and they're not key lime, and yet certainly, while you could plant a apple and a pear tree side by side, there's no key lime of apple and pear trees, it's certainly forbidden to take tithe your apples with the pears or vice versa. Okay, so this claw here is not totally... Uh, without exceptions, or, you know, without a caveat. Fine. So the mission says again, kol she'eno kilayim b'chavero, anything that's not kilayim with its fellow species, torem in hayafa al-hara, then they're considered to be the same species, like say two different grades of rice or wheat, whatever the story is, just take the better quality on behalf of the worse, aval lo minara al-hayafa, and l'charchile, you shouldn't take from the inferior type of let's say, grain on behalf, on behalf of the superior type. You have two kinds of wheat. You shouldn't take from the lesser, inferior type of wheat. V'im tarim in hara al hayafa, but if you did and took from the inferior type of wheat on behalf of the superior type of wheat, truma so truma, it does work uh, after the fact. One exception, chutz min hazunin. The exception is zunin. Zunin is darnel, D-A-R-N-E-L. Um. Fascinatingly, here, I don't know why the art scroll does not translate the word Zunin at all. It did back in Kilaim, translating um, Zunin as Darnel. Um, and Darnel is something really fascinating. Darnel is 
um, called false wheat. It's almost indistinguishable from wheat, and it grows with wheat. Um, and in the time of, of in antiquity, a huge percentage of the wheat crops were adulterated with darnel. And darnel, unlike wheat, um, does not uh, does not make you feel good when you eat, when you eat it. It makes you makes you sick, um, nauseous. You can pass out. You can even die from darnel poisoning. But in relatively small quantities, darnel is psychoactive and can make you sort of um, high, like like drugs do. Uh, and that being the case, um, it seems that many people in antiquity actually had some dartle in their food, maybe on purpose, maybe on accident, both in bread as well as beer, and they were um, they were intoxicated by it. So I saw the article, they put a footnote there, they suggested that zunin is from the word like zana, zonet, to turn aside, to turn away, um, like because it's sort of um, degenerate wheat. Um, the word zunin actually, darnel, I should say, the word um, means to become like drunk or intoxicated. Maybe the same thing. It turns you away in terms of it turns your head <laughs> away. Whatever the case, um, zunin darnel is no longer available in, in the Western world, although it still does plague people um, in Africa, etc., with the wheat crops. And since the zunin is not, although it's very similar to wheat, and it's not kilaim with wheat, if they are planted together, since zunin is not food for human beings, one may not take from the inferior zunin on behalf of the wheat and give that to the kohen because it's not food at all. And that's what the Mishnah says here. Um, the exception to two species that are not kilaim, yet if you take from the inferior, in this case the zunin on behalf of the wheat, it won't work. Halachitim, because she'eno ochel, because zunin is not food at all. Finally, hakishus vamelafafon. Kishus is cucumber. Um, Kishum in modern Hebrew is zucchini, but that's certainly wrong. Zucchinis came from Italy uh, recently and not were not available in time of Chazal. Melafafon, the kishus and the melafafon are considered one species. The Rambam here says it's essentially a Egyptian cucumber. Uh, Art scroll translated as kirbis. Kirbis basically are pickles, so um, they're very similar, and therefore they're menechad. Many others have ever learned that melafafon is a type of melon, and I guess if you look at cucumbers growing, you look at watermelons growing, they look kind of similar in a way. So whatever the case, the quiches, let's translate it as cucumbers, and melafafon, either Egyptian cucumbers or you know melons, are min echad, they're considered a single species, and therefore you could take truma one and half the other. Rabbi Huda Omer, shnei minim. Rabbi Huda disagrees. Rabbi Huda says that indeed the quiches and the melafafon are two different species, and you couldn't take truma one on behalf of the other. However, the halach is not like him. The halach is that the kishas and melfon are one species, and you could take truma one on behalf of the other.